you're listening, you're kind of watching, whoever's watching, Tech and Tonic Podcast. Well, mostly you're going to be listening because this is a podcast and we're going to publish it later anyway. And today we have a very special, no, we don't have a very special guest. It's uh, back to me and Jeevan and Craig, of course, uh, because we are doing this over Discord and Craig is recording our every conversation. Uh, just like a government bug would but it's not a government bug thank goodness but sp- speaking of which we don't have guests today so it's just going to be us and it's going to be a very short session today hopefully it works uh, and selamat hari raya and happy idol fitri to all our muslim friends to whichever muslim friends uh, that are listening to us at this time i hope you have a great time you know uh, even at this time of quarantine, uh, state sanctions for quarantine, and staying at home. At least you're with your family, right? I mean, that's not so bad, at least. But if you're not, I hope that you're staying safe. You know, it's still very important for you to stay safe. Uh, if you can't see your family, I, I mean, you still can do it over the phone. You can talk to them over the phone. You can find them on Discord, or you can do Google Hangouts with them. Yeah, video calls for them. Whatever whatever video calls that you prefer anyway. And it still works. So, yeah. Like me, I'm seeing Jeevan right now on Discord screen. Yeah. So, Jeevan, what has happened last week? What has happened last week? A lot of GTA. Yeah. And, and Origin not allowing me to sign in and, down, and install uh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But other oh than yeah, that, he he got a a new Asus tough, tough gaming gaming laptop, laptop that's powered by AMD's Ryzen four thousand mobile CPU series to review. So that is coming up very soon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he had trouble signing, getting into the laptop and getting some stuff installed to yeah. game last night. Yeah. But what else has happened, like, internationally, news-wise, what has happened? So, news-wise, we had AMD in the news for being mm-hmm. controversial about their yes, motherboard support. So, the new generation of uh, processors may not be supported by uh, the 4,400 series graphics and uh, 400 series motherboards because mm-hmm. of a BIOS issue. But they have said yep. that they will try to support it now. Yeah. Uh, and from the last I heard, they said that uh, they're going to try to support. They're going, they are most probably going to support the current motherboards just so that people can upgrade. But the current users have to remove something on the yeah. motherboard. So they, Either that or add something. The, bio, the biggest problem is that the BIOS is really, really small. And yeah. it doesn't have it's enough... Old. Yeah, and it doesn't have enough space for the new uh, drivers for the chips. Yep. But because AMD said that they are going to support this particular uh, socket, the AM4 socket, until yep. tw- for all their releases until 2020, they technically have to give the support for the new chips on the BIOS. Well, I think that's a bit of a... It's a bit of a stretch here lah, because it's 2020 and this release for the new AMD 4000 series desktop CPUs, 
I actually think that it's for 2021 more than 2020. So, don't yeah, you think? I I I agree, but at the same time, we're dealing with a lot of people saying that, oh, uh, this is AMD going against their promise and stuff like that, which doesn't I it doesn't make sense for me personally. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, it's holding them accountable for what. Yeah, that is true. While I agree that is true, but the problem is the current BIOS that the AMD Ryzen three uh, thousand series has the X four seventy motherboards and the B five thirty. I think if I'm not four, wrong, four thirty. Four thirty is it? Four thirty? Yeah. yeah. So the B series and the what uh, the X series motherboards. Right, I think what the problem is they're not modern enough. I mean, you you have PCIe four support and stuff like that. This is tech talk here, okay? This is technical talk right here, but I think not enough leh. Yeah, I think not uh, modern enough leh. <laughs> yeah, and very likely, like what we've seen in the past, a f- a lot of the features will come with the newer motherboards instead of uh, being backwards compatible. The yeah, and future hopefully the Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt support comes too for AMD motherboards and AMD processors because that's still a thing that Intel doesn't want AMD yeah. to have, right? So and also AMD, AMD also is pushing PCI four, which will yeah. definitely come only with the new motherboards. It Correct. won't come with the current generation. Correct, and the and the newer motherboards will support more RAM support anyway. The RAM, uh, getting more RAM sticks and a higher bandwidth of RAM and whatever not faster RAMs. So I think it makes sense lah for them to move away from the four hundred series, the X four thirty four, yeah, the X four seventy and the B four thirty motherboards. Yeah, so I for, think that's to me. For me, it makes sense, but also. It gives AMD has to do this just because they have a lot of fan uh support right now. Yeah, that and is true. They need to maintain it to make sure that their generation of new motherboards and uh chips are actually successful. Yeah. So if they can actually allow an AM four socket support with the older motherboards, right? I think a lot of people are going to be very happy and they're going to upgrade. To a four thousand motherboard, yeah. uh, in expense of a few features, lah, I think, and of course they probably have to do some electrical engineering on their own, which might not be very recommended for a lot of electrical engineers and a lot of repair people. But anyway, it's okay. Uh, we'll only get the news I think about end of this week, right? Yeah. Whether whether this or not what, yeah, and we're going to get some uh news on. The Radeon graphics card as well. Now, Nvidia has conquered this space for a long time, so I'm quite excited to see what's what, yeah. right? And Xiaomi actually had a fanfare, a global launch of something last week as well, right? Given you watched that, yeah, they had the MIUI 12 launch, and I think uh, my message to you during the launch was pretty much what summarized most of the launch. Yes, it's... he texted me that it was purely visual upgrades. Yeah, so it's a lot. Xiaomi spent a lot of time talking about animations, mm. making it more fluid, making it more organic when you are using your phone. 
Right. So but, making it more vanilla. Uh no. Oh. Yeah, their version of making it more fluid is to include more animations in between. So not making it more vanilla, more chocolate. Uh somewhere in between milk chocolate. So they are Or do you remember the unicorn rainbow ice creams that we had from Pedal Pop? Uh yes. That would So it's something it. like that. Yes. Oh so, wow. Basically what they're doing is they're adding a lot of layers of animations mm-hmm. from launching your app all the way to how your icons interact when you tilt your phone. Huh? Yeah. Right. So okay. Uh let me get this straight. So they're adding more animation rather than making it lighter on Android. <laughs> Yeah, which is what I was thinking. I'm like, uh, you're adding a lot more layers of animations. Wouldn't that mean your lower end devices would be affected even more? Yeah, the, but that's another question though. Because would you see these animation in your lower end devices? Because Samsung has their One UI 2.0 now, right? And you can see the full beans of it, like the full ex, um, uh, the full use of it. In the thing in things like Samsung Galaxy Note twenty, eh no Note ten right now Note ten yes yeah, and then the Samsung Galaxy S twenty, okay these are the higher end devices and you can see the the whole thing of One UI two you can see everything you mm-hmm. get the full features right and then you go to lower tier devices like the Samsung Galaxy A, the Samsung Galaxy uh the entry levels I I forgot what they are called actually they're still Galaxy A. Yeah. Okay. So the Galaxy A devices, even the lower end ones, okay, you're you're not going to get like the full version of the One UI 2.0, right? You're still going to get One UI. It's just that you're getting different features. You're not getting everything that the One UI boasts to be for the Samsung Galaxy uh, S and the Note series. So would we see something like that from Xiaomi? If we go on what they did in the past. Mm-hmm. I would say no because their MIUI is standard across all their devices, even their lower end ones. Right. But so what does the, this mean? I would think that while I am a fan of how MIUI looks, mm-hmm. I am not a fan of too many too much animation. But right. That said, Xiaomi has done something really interesting with uh MIUI, mm-hmm. in that uh. Because of the amount of emphasis they have put into animations, mm-hmm. they have made it so that when your curved screen or your rounded screen is hitting the edge of the screen, right, you are actually getting every single pixel on the edge. Ah, okay, that's interesting. That's yeah. at least some improvement there. It is, and okay, but. At the same time, I'm like, how much power will MIUI take given that it's... They basically redesigned a kernel to handle mm-hmm. animations better. Okay. Which At, also, I assume, will draw more power from the CPU, from the processor itself and the GPU. Yes. yes naturally, because we know that when you cause uh, things to process more you mm-hmm. generally will use up more power. Right. And even this, things like your weather and stuff like that are very dynamic in animation. Right. And mm-hmm. it takes over your 
uh, it basically when you click the animation, the icon, the icon itself fluidly jumps into the app. Right. So instead of popping out of the icon, it literally arcs out of the icon onto your screen. Okay, that's I think something that a lot of people have been implementing. It's just that they've been doing it very subtly, right? Even like the One UI or even Apple's uh, iOS or, or even Huawei, it arcs out. It's just that it's, it's done so fast that you don't actually see it. Yeah, same thing right? with MIUI. Same so thing it's with MIUI just... 12. Okay. Uh... But for me, the most uh, exciting bit of MIUI 12 which is, from, I, I would have spent more time talking about this, is Xiaomi is giving more control of uh, background apps to the mm-hmm. user. So, like, if, you're, if apps suddenly pull your mic mm-hmm. in the background, you will actually get a notification on your notification bar that, your, that this app is using your mic. Okay. And you can click that. Uh, notification and turn that app off. Oh, okay. So, okay. They're giving more granular control of uh, privacy to users, but they didn't spend much time talking about it. They have things that really make sense, in my opinion, when it comes to uh, giving you more control of what is running in the background mm-hmm. to make sure that your your apps are not running using your camera, your phone your location without you knowing yep okay that makes sense i mean that's what we all users want sometimes right more control over everything so that we just have basically control over our phones so that our phones don't control us so much especially at this day and age and it's quite scary because suddenly you have an app that suddenly says oh your microphone is being used for what yeah, <laughs> you It's basically what's happening with Windows as as well now. When when you use Windows, you'll see a microphone at the bottom, and then you you'll see the randomest apps. Like the other day, I had Razer Synapse using my microphone. Uh no. What the worst part is that Adobe Premiere Pro used my webcam. I have no idea. So uh, so when when you install all these. Uh, antiviruses that you have these days. What we are using now is a Kaspersky one, or how do you pronounce it? Kaspersky, 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 Kaspersky. Uh, so <laughs> we're using that one, okay? And Kaspersky basically notifies you when uh, it uses certain things like mics and cameras of your device, okay? Even if your thing is not turned on, huh? Okay. So right now I'm using my webcam. But there's a light that's on to tell me that it's recording, that the PC is actually using the the webcam and the mic to record my face and my voice. Well, obviously, I'm using my, my different mic now. But Kaspersky basically notifies you every time another app tries or tr- not tries or gains access to something in your PC, okay, uh, uh, an app in your PC, probably a webcam or things like that. So if you own a laptop, you already have a webcam, you already have a mic, okay, and Kaspersky will tell you when something uses them. And every time I turn on something like an Adobe Premiere Pro and things like that, sometimes the Kaspersky thing will pop up and says, oh, this app is using your webcam. 
I didn't turn on my webcam. <laughs> that that's the creepiest part when you didn't turn it on and then it suddenly notifies you that it's being used. And the best part is that all these apps are now infinitely online. Right, you can only use some of these apps online now. You cannot turn them off. You're constantly connected. So what's what's it feeding data to? Yeah. Especially your phone, you know, you're always on data. Yep. Data and, is practically limitless these days. And Android, a few of the apps we know have requested for permission for your camera, your mic, and things like that, that you don't know how they're using it. Yeah. But and, the thing is, if you don't allow them, you can't use them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so these so, are the catch. Another thing for MIUI 12 is that it finally has an app drawer. Oh, finally. That's nice. Yes, so... Something so they're that, going the route of Oppo. Uh, their implementation is more Huawei's implementation. Huawei still doesn't have a app drawer though. They do. You can turn it on and off in the settings. I think it's going to be off by default though for MIUI. Yeah, I I mean, at least for a lot of the manufacturers, even like Oppo's one, uh, you still can't turn it on. But it it it's off by default. You can turn it on quite easily. It's just that you have to dig into the settings. So I think for MIUI, they are going to implement that as well. That's not surprising. It's just that, oh, finally? That's the thing. Finally, they're finally doing it. So like when we review uh, Xiaomi devices, we're always like, I need my app drawer. Mm. And we finally have the app drawer. I don't know whether we can customize it, but Xiaomi says that it will automatically sort your apps for you. Okay, so okay, yeah, that's fine. I think that's the more the route of um what Android does on its vanilla devices anyway, lah. Cause cause they don't allow you to. So for one UI, if you're using a Samsung device, you can organize your app drawer on your own. So my Samsung device, my Samsung Galaxy Note Nine, my app drawer is just one page. For other devices, a lot of the other devices, you can't really manage your app drawer to that point where you can put folders in your app drawer. So it's basically just apps, a um, random amount of apps. You have to scroll down or scroll to the side endlessly, right? If yeah. So if you have a thousand apps, that's what you get. Oh but, my God, good luck with the scrolling. Yeah. Well, it allows, the phones nowadays allows you to have about a thousand apps anyway, because 5.2 gigabytes, 256 yeah. gigabytes. Come on. That's, that's the size of a laptop. That is true. And... <laughs> But at the same time, we also had Honor doing announcements as well. I think this oh, yeah. one, you, you, the events basically happened at the same time. So this yes. was what you were watching. So what yes, happened? Yes, I was watching that. It's basically Honor Life, okay? They announced um, a few laptops that to replace the old Magic Books, right? Obviously. But they come, they, they come with pretty good specs. They come with the uh, 10th generation Intel, obviously, okay? And... One of them came with an MX350, which is something very new. I mean, it's not something very new in the market, but in in the market segment here in Malaysia, right, it's the first time we're seeing an MX350 and being sold at the price that they're being sold. I mean, there's no Malaysian pricing yet, but from the looks of it, it's very cheap. It's going to be below 4,000 ringgit and it's very, very cheap. Do you get an MX350 and an i7? For a laptop that's no thicker than your phone, basically. You're getting an Ultrabook with that kind of specs. And it's very, very, very cheap. 
right? And I thought that it can't go cheaper than Huawei's uh, MateBook Pro already, right? But this one's even cheaper. Mm -hmm. So, how lah? <laughs> so, I mean, if for a lot of people who are looking for a new laptop right now and you don't want to spend like an arm and a leg for a new Ultrabook because Ultrabooks can be very expensive, right? Yeah, so Ultrabooks can be very expensive, but um, the point is you want something affordable because laptops now are exorbitant in pricing, especially if you want thin and light and yep. you need to work with it, right? Uh, and sometimes you want some video video editing capabilities just so that you can have more flexibility with it and you can game with it, right? So especially Dota and whatnot, lah, very easy. But getting an Ultrabook for less than 4,000 ringgit is unheard of. It's really unheard of. So if you're looking for something that fits your price range right now and you want something reliable, you know, something that's quite proven to be okay, uh, I think you can look into the Huawei's because I we saw the Huawei launching uh, these few notebooks last week or two weeks ago, right? But now Honor came up and says that, oh yeah, we can produce these at cheaper prices. Why not, right? I mean, if you're at a tight, on a tight budget and you're still going to get Windows anyway, okay? Don't, you don't have to worry about, oh, what if they don't have Windows support now? That is very true. What are you going to use? Mac, ah? <laughs> <laughs> that will be interesting, though, if one of them turns around and be like, oh, we're using Mac OS. Yeah, but they cannot copy the design then. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to get um, infringements. But still, it's it's a good alternative for you to look into. I mean, if you don't really mind the branding that comes out, like when you open your laptop, Honor at the back there, or Huawei at the back there, if you don't really mind, I think that's not too bad, of, uh, too big of an issue. And you're not getting like um, an, a regular display also. One of their laptops, I think it's a 16.1 inch. 16.1 inch. It's not bad. Not 15, ah. <laughs> not 15.6, ah. <laughs> not 14.1. Yeah, where did they get the extra 0.5 inches? I, I, I honestly have no idea, but they say that it's a 16.1 inch display. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's full HD. If not, it's 2K. If it's 2K, it's really nice. But if I remember correctly, it's full HD. Lah. Okay, 16.1 full HD, 100% sRGB, which is nice, right? Very you can nice. do Photoshop with it and things like that. But other things they launched was also quite interesting because they started launching smart home products. Yeah, when, I saw, this, when I saw this announcement, I was like, Honor is trying to pull a Xiaomi. Yes, except that you can't really... Con I don't know whether you can control them with phones or not. So, I don't know how smart they are <laughs> for now. <laughs> okay, but they have a very inter interesting bladeless fan. And we're not even sure whether all these things are coming to Malaysia or not. They have the router that, it, that mimics the Huawei ones also. Um, they haven't done the rice cooker. Mm -hmm. Okay, and the washer. Okay, but they have a vacuum cleaner uh, that will last about 65 minutes, if I'm not wrong. That's good for not just an apartment. I think it's good for a double-story home already to clean, yep. right? And what else do they have? Um, an electric toothbrush. I don't know why. Okay, I, I still don't know why that's a thing. Okay, but they have 
the most interesting to me is the vacuum and the bladeless fan. And a television. <laughs> yeah. And so they also, the television I... is even more interesting because the Vision X1 that they're launching is supposedly an 8K TV. Okay. And the prices that after conversion, the prices are no more than 3,000 ringgit. 8K TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 55 inch. I think we know where to look lah for our next TV in the office. Yeah. <laughs> Eight, an 8K TV at less than 4,000 ringgit is unheard of. Yes. It's not even unheard of. It's quite impossible these days. So the next best thing for 8K TV that's available in Malaysia is Samsung's 8K QLED TV. Is it QLED or Quantum Dot? QLED. QLED TV, right? Yeah. So the 8K QLED TV sells for roughly 50,000. I think the cheapest one at this point is still a 4K TV at about 4,000 ringgit. No, no, the 8K ones. The 8K ones, I think, start at about six or 7,000. Yeah, so that's the cheapest one and that's very small, okay? If you want to go slightly bigger for, for I think, 65-inch one, that's... It's going to cost you, okay? And and the most expensive one that they have, a hundred inch or something like that, is about eighty five k. It's the price of a car. Yeah, <laughs> or a small house or a really small house, but yeah. I don't know. Okay, it but so when even the LG ones that they announced in Korea, right? It's not cheap. It's it's really not cheap because they are using them as reference monitors using them as reference TVs for movie productions or TV series productions, basically production houses. Lah. But the one that comes up from Honor is less than 3,000 ringgit. Doesn't make sense. Lah. I don't know, but we'll wait for it to come. Yeah. Right? Speaking of TVs also, Samsung announced the Terrace, which is an What's outdoor that? IP55 uh, rated TV. Quantum dot TV, but it's outdoor only 4K. TV. Outdoor TV. Yes. Why do we need an outdoor TV? Cause... Oh wait, no, for us to play outside. Yes, cause like when you're outside, and you are trying to swim in the pool while catching your favorite football game, or maybe you are trying to catch your favorite drama while sitting in the in the jacuzzi, you want a TV. You can put a jacuzzi in your bathroom if you have big enough bathroom and put a TV there too. Yeah, and it's 3,499 US dollars. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, that's not bad. And then US dollars came. Yeah, but, and it's only 4K. But why? I have no idea what I had. It's... Samsung has this lifestyle TVs that they when they did the briefing, they were telling us, oh, there's gonna be an expansion of their lifestyle TV lineup. Mm -hmm. And Lifestyle TV seems to be using the TVs in so many different ways. They have mm -hmm. the frame, the Cero, now the Terrace. So it's really interesting. So the Cero can flip from a landscape view to a portrait view. That sounds like a blackboard. Right? The Samsung board that they have, the digital board. Yeah, so this is a TV version of it. Why do you I, want to watch TV in vertical? So their uh, thought behind it is that when you're mirroring your phone and 
you have vertical videos, instead of watching it in landscape, you can flip it over to the portrait view and use that. TikTok? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> no, right... I, I mean, that's the only thing that I can think of that you're going to watch hours and hours and hours and hours of it. Okay, and not get bored. Because while TikTok is a very questionable platform for brands and marketers, you can't deny that there are viral videos there and you're getting millions and millions and millions of views from the audiences. Um, yes, it's a bit sketchy for marketers. Even for us, it's a sketchy platform to advertise on and to put our stuff on because we... One, we don't really know how it works. Two, it's a bit too random. The numbers are too, a bit too random. Uh, yeah. You don't know how to actually gauge the performance and things like that. And that's why we still stick to Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter a little bit, but LinkedIn, okay? Because these are a lot more measurable, okay? But you still can't deny the millions of popularity that TikTok people get, right? Like the influencers on TikTok. They do 15-second videos and the world went crazy for it. That's TikTok, basically. And I went on TikTok last week, and I can understand why people cannot get off the platform because there's a lot of weird and funny, stupid videos that you can watch, and you can spend literally hours of your time just looking through these 15-second videos. Before even you know it, you're watching like 100 videos already. Wait, you got a TikTok account? I don't. That's the thing. I don't. How did I access it? <laughs> <laughs> I I was surprised. I was surprised because this guy took over a year to get on Facebook when we were in UD. Wrong. Two years. <laughs> See, and then he's like, "Wait, I've been on on TikTok." You're like, "What?" So my job now requires me to be to to look into all these Facebook social media algorithms and stuff like that. <laughs> But I've never really gotten on social media that early on. So Facebook itself, after it launched, when I was in college, you know, when I was in pre-university, uh, pre basically, I didn't want to get in there. Uh, a year after I started university, only I started my Facebook account. That is not before I started my Twitter account, which was <laughs> done like... <laughs> Three, four months prior to that? <laughs> yep. So, when he says he's, uh, he's been on TikTok, you're like, what? Yeah. No. Don't don't spend your time on TikTok. It's, it's poison. It's a rabbit hole. Rather, spend your time on GTA 5. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what we've been spending a lot of our time on for the past week. And I think I spent a, a lot of time on it yesterday. Yeah. It's a seven-year-old game, huh? Yeah, but the thing that irritates me the most is the randomness of how the server will behave. So, like, oh, when yeah. we play online together, sometimes you're like, hey, let's do this heist. Crap, I just got kicked off the server. Yeah, but once you get into the servers and everything, it should be fine. I mean, last week it was crazy because probably... Thousands and thousands and tens and 20, 30,000 people actually tried to log in at the same time because they got the game for free on Epic Games, right? And this week is actually a little better, you know, because less people 
somehow it's just less people probably people got fed up okay of trying okay but the ones that persevered state and and you see la there is uh there are still a lot of people okay but there are times where i actually got into a server and i'm alone completely mm. alone a public server huh? i'm completely alone for at least one hour that's not bad for some reason yeah it's it's okay uh but the fun of gta 5 is basically playing with friends lah yeah and because of gta 5 i haven't played any other games <laughs> That means you haven't uh, finished FedEx Simulator either. <laughs> no, I finished that. I finished that. I I've already finished um, Death Stranding. Stranding. Uh, so in this holidays, not holidays, so this quarantine, <laughs> I finished the uh, Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, and Death Stranding. Did I finish another game? No, you I haven't finished any to other finish game. Finish Horizon Zero Dawn as well. That's on hold. <laughs> I mean the disc in the is in the PlayStation but I haven't actually touched it that much to be yeah. fair it's GTA 5 yeah, I guess G- it's fun because you get to play with your friends right yeah GTA Online is fun like yeah. I think because... the other day we did a heist and then after the heist randomly I was like punch yeah Uh, but that's the thing I think at this time where we can't see each other the next best thing is to play games online lah. Right? Yeah. Or, or us gamers, at least, um, if if you don't game that much, I can understand, okay? But multiplayer games is where we still can interact with friends and meet new friends and interact with them pretty much nicely, like um, having fun with them. We can be rude to them. <laughs> I think gamers are the best community lah because we can be rude to each other and we won't take it to heart. Yeah. Okay? So... If you do game, I bid for you to check out the GTA Five. I mean, you have to buy it now, okay? Because the giveaway is run out. Epic Games yeah. is giving away Civilization Six. Six now, which I've just gotten, and I'm very excited to play because I really wanted to play Civ Six when it came out. It's just that I didn't buy it for a yeah. longer time. I haven't just downloaded it. Just make sure Gandhi doesn't so. attack you. I'll be Gandhi. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that was the things that happened last week, law basically, yeah. right? Yeah, and we also had GTC and uh Microsoft's build, but there were way too many announcements in those. Yeah, and they are not really consumer type announcements. They are more um industry type. Yeah, developer and industry type of announcements. They they talk a lot about AI for industry usage, like. In GTC, they were talking about um using AI to to understand human behavior or to basically detect crime, to do surveillance, and to basically understand human patterns in subways and things like that, just to understand traffic, right? Even That's using AI in health about. for diagnosis of COVID and even cancer. Oh yeah, they are already doing that, okay, by the way, but... Uh, they are going to be ramping it up with new development in their hardware, right? So they announced a new architecture for their GPU, and yeah. they are they are talking a lot about um GPU based server. So kind of boring stuff. We we will break it down. It's just that not now, not here, because there's too much. Even yeah. Microsoft focuses on a lot of their developers. Um, and their software instead of you know talking about what consumers get. 
Yeah, they were focusing a lot on Azure. So Azure is their competitor to AWS. It's their backbone yeah. for all their online services, basically. And Azure also runs on top of AWS. It can. Yeah. So anyway, what I'm excited about for Microsoft, at least, is their new Microsoft book, Microsoft Surface Book 3. And yes. their Microsoft Surface headphones. The new Surface Book 3 makes so much sense. Yeah. I still, so I'm still very, I'm still very um, skeptical about the hinge, but I guess I can see its appeal after seeing the magic, the Surface Book Three in action. Because, yeah, you you don't want it to close all the way because it's not really a laptop; it's more like a tablet, enhanced tablet when you put plug it in, and you can use it both ways now which is something that you might want to use if you do a lot of um, 3D designs or even if you want to watch a movie. Yeah, and I think the Surface Book, when we reviewed it, it didn't make much sense because we got one without a graphics card. Yeah, you really but, want a GPU with that. Yeah, and the fact that you can even get an NVIDIA Quadro at this point is pretty oh, yeah, safe. They did say that, okay, and I went on Microsoft's uh, website to check it out, okay. The Macs that you can get right now, okay, if you're go going to get a Microsoft Book 3 right now, the Surface Book 3 right now, you can't get it in Malaysia yet, by the way, but if you're getting it in US, um, the maximum that you can spec it on for on the website is a GTX 1660 Ti for now, okay, so I'm not sure how they're going to price the Quadro or how they're going to sell the Quadro. They're probably going to sell it to studios and industries. But for now, if you're getting it on your own, you're getting it up to a GTX 1660 Ti. So Which keep that in mind. quite okay. Yeah. I mean, for a laptop that size, or not that size, lah, but for its caliber, for what its purpose is for, and that usable, I think GTX 1660 Ti is still okay because... You got to think of the thermals and the weight of the thing. Because if they're going to pack a very big, very powerful GPU in there, cooling is going to be a problem. Okay, which means that they have to fit bigger fans and bigger heat sinks and heat pipes, definitely, which also adds to the weight, which you don't really want on that kind of tablet, right? Tablet slash laptop convertible. Yeah. And it would, to be very fair, it is a very light laptop. And it because it is a two in one. Two, do we call it two in one? I think two, three in a, one, lah. Something like that, lah. A detachable uh, laptop. Convertible. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a laptop. It's not a laptop. It's a convertible tablet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes sense because you have the Surface Pen to use when you actually want to do like sketches and stuff like that. Yeah. And even but take the down surface, notes. The Surface Pen is an extra, so you have to buy it separately. Yeah, which I don't understand. Microsoft, bundle it together. But it's not just Microsoft that's doing it, okay? Even Huawei is doing it now. <laughs> yeah, even Dell yeah. is as well. Yeah, and this all started from Apple. No, it started with Microsoft, the convertible nonsense. No, 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 no. The the actual, the actual stylus type that is only specifically for a single-use case, right? That oh, started yeah. with the Apple Pencil. Yes. Yeah, so innovators, guys, innovators. Also, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're selling the Apple Pencil for 99 US dollars. Yeah, about 400 go. ringgit. Yeah. But I think that's all we have 
uh, that's all the time we have for today also. We've gone on for about 40 minutes now. Yeah. Uh, random things uh, about <laughs> last week and random things that we did last week, including GTA 5. Although that's the only thing that we did last week. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and we are now on Raya holidays. Uh, we are coming to an end of May. Um, MCO is started, well, the what is CMCO. it called? Uh, yeah, so CMCO is Conditional Movement Control Order. Still, It's still a san- uh, state-sanctioned quarantine at a limited capacity. It's supposed to end on the 9th of June. Okay, that's At least that's what we heard. We don't know what's happening yet. Uh, we are probably still going to be working from home for a while. I'm guessing that a lot of people are going to work from home for a while more as well. Okay, that's what we're guessing. But all in all, we hope that everyone stays safe in these uh, trying times and stay uh, encouraged, stay hydrated, okay, and keep washing your face and your hands, you know, as usual, as per usual. But I guess that you, you're starting to miss your friends. And right now, you can go to your friend's house, but I suggest that you do that in caution. Still take your precautions, okay? If your friend's coming to your house, spray them the whole way. I'm kidding. <laughs> take <laughs> sanitizer <laughs> and just spray the heck out of them. <laughs> or build a, you know, a, a separation chamber where you can sanitize them first before they come in. <laughs> like what they did in the police stations in Malaysia, you know, they actually have a uh, a sanitation, um, um, not pod, kind of a tent before you go into the police station or before you yeah. go out. Which is a good way, lah. I mean, it's 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 a good way to keep yourself clean, but just stay safe. That's that's our point, right? Stay safe, stay, stay healthy. Social. Stay social. If you can't see your friends, play games, ah. Or you games, know, you have... video chat. Yeah, video chats. But playing games for us is the best because we get to do something also, right? Just yes. hanging out. Just <laughs> hanging out. Just hanging out. But I've seen people already starting to jog and things like that. We we ourselves has gone out a little bit to get uh, our own things done, like oh, uh, yes. fixing our laptops and, and things like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And getting groceries, basically. Right? So, while we do go out, we still do take our precautions. We still do try to stay safe. And we try to do that as little as possible as well, still. But it's good to f- smell the fresh air. Or yeah. other people's air. <laughs> I know, no, no. Don't smell other people's air. <laughs> Remember to social distance. Yes. Please do keep your distancing from your friends. Even if you're dining in, please be careful. I suggest you don't dine in lah. Okay, that's my yeah. suggestion. But sometimes it's quite inevitable. So, yeah, you can't do anything about it, right? Sometimes. But stay safe. Stay distance. And happy Aldil Fitri. I- Aldil Fitri. Yeah. yeah. Aid Selamat Mubarak. Hari Raya. Uh, Aid Mubarak. Maaf um, Zahir Batin. You know, if we've made a mistake and things like that, please do tell us. We do apologize, though, if we yeah. do offend any people, uh, any parties at all. Still, uh, this has been fun. It has been a fun 45 minutes for us talking about our lives for the past week. We hope that the MCO gets lifted and the conditions get better, you know, in that. If it doesn't get better, I hope the MCO continues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and don't forget, you can always get the roundup of the week's news on our YouTube channel with our download as well. Yes, and for all the articles of the things that has happened in the week or the past week or the coming week, 
reviews and things like that, please do check out our website. That's our staple. Okay, we do check out our website at www.techn.tv. I'm Darwin. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at dars1225, and Jeevan is on face on Instagram as gs. G, no Jeevan, just no Jeevan, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's N-U-R-J-E-E-V-A-N. Uh, you can follow both of us. If you want to see like no posting for one month and then one post uh, and yeah. no stories at all. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're quite boring people on our own social media. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> to be really, really, really honest. But yeah, you can follow us there for the latest update. But you can also follow us on Tagon TV on Facebook, on Instagram, on, and on Twitter anyway. I think that's yeah. the best that you can follow us on because we are more active then and enjoy your holidays for Hari Raya guys if yeah. you're watching this uh, or you're listening to this from Malaysia you even know? overseas actually yeah so thank you for watching thank you for listening in actually thank yeah. you for listening in because there's and not much tuned. people watching right now actually yeah but thank you for listening in stay tuned for the tag and download next week that's done by me and also the tag and tonic podcast that's coming up next week as well is done by us and probably another guest other than Craig yeah but that's it for now thank you bye bye